Welcome to Sebastopol City Limits, a podcast. We'll be talking to folks inside and outside the Sebastopol City Limits about local government, education, and culture. I'm Dale Doherty with the Sebastopol Times. I'm here with Barbara Hom, who's the new market manager for the Sebastopol Farmers Market. Uh, welcome, Barbara. Welcome. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> uh, how long have you been in this new role? Just since last October. Okay. What do you see that we don't see in the farmer's market? I guess part of trying to keep it consistent, to have the same farmers come, how the weather really impacts whether they show up either in the beginning of the season or even for that particular day. And how consistent is the, the number of farmers, meaning the same one showing up week to week? Now I have about somewhere between 25 to 30 farmers. I would say 18 to 20 of them that are year round. So the other ones only because the product they have is seasonal, say it's peaches or. Yeah. Tell me a bit about yourself. How did you get into being a farmer's market? Oh, it's a long story. I'm mainly a chef. I still am ah. a chef. And I've done a lot of consulting and organizational. My last big job, I was the general manager of the Culinary Institute in St. Helena. Oh, okay. So I've had a lot of food background. My ex, the farm that I live on, on in Civil West Sebastopol, my ex was one of the first COF certified farmers in Sonoma County back. Which means 30, organic, right? Yes. Yes. That was about 30 years ago. So... I've been a customer at the farmer's market for 30 years. I'm a re longtime resident. And so they called me up. They were having ma a lot of management changes and they called me up. To they recruited me. So what kind of ch challenge did you walk into then? What had to be done? I really had a lot of ch challenges because this was kind of post-pandemic and the Previous two measures were working with pandemic era uh, rules and regulations, farmers and things like that. And, uh, the transition was not smooth. So when I got the job, I literally inherited, I received no training. And as I have never run a market before, it was a big learning curve for me. Do you think the market was doing well at the time or have some issues? I think well. it was at a, at a low point. I remember coming to the market years ago when it was really thriving under Paula Downing, who sad to say recently passed. So trying to revitalize the market and get people to come back, get people to feel safe in that a shopping circumstance and to bring on new farmers and new booths. Uh, because my background in food, I was able to recruit some really interesting new vendor. Tell me about them. Actually, they're prior to me, a Radical Family Farms, which just really excites me because they have beautiful Asian vegetables, which I'm an Asian cook. So. <laughs> <laughs> Love the Asian vegetables and getting a handmade pasta that's fresh, that is made that morning. We have Woodland Charcuterie that is just is amazing. There's mortadella that just like the old school that is so good in the pâtés. Also, a lot of the farmers from the past have 
because of COVID, they've changed professions or they've mm -hmm. retired. They've gotten older. And so trying to get fresh young farmers back in. So we just Tukey Farms. We have Stony Point strawberries. And then a lot of new food booths, processed food booths. The main change that I've made is that parking lot around the plaza. I've turned that strictly into farmers. And I've moved all the processed foods like the bakery and the pasta and the meat into the plaza. So the, the line is clear. Also, it's a California Department of Food and Ag that they should be separated. And they weren't separated. I decided I'd close off that parking lot except just for farmers, so I could bring new farmers in, have more space. So did you say there's about 25 farmers on a given weekend? How many are from within the immediate area of Sebastopol? I'm looking at the list. I would say about half of them are. And then maybe another 25% are Sonoma County, and then maybe a 25% a little bit like up in the Sierra Foothills and in the Central Valley. How do you think farmers are doing with uh, COVID and then post-COVID oh. maybe? And one of the ideas of a farmer's market is to help sustain local uh -huh. support farmers. Are they doing okay? They're having a hard time. Number one, the weather with all the climate changes. It was like our peach guy just came back last week, late in August, and I expected them in the beginning of July. The fruit is ripening late. Some of them... Apparently they had rains early in the year when the fruit was just starting to set. So they're not growing properly. Cost of labor is hard. A lot of them are family run farms and their kids don't want to farm. And so having to pay labor is hard. They're really struggling and people complain about the prices, but it is what it is. They have to make a living. These farmers, some of them work 16 hour days. Really, like Laguna Farms, poor Nicasiona's family, they work 16 hours days, five or six days a week. Do they have other outlets locally to be able to sell their goods? What they do is they do the round of farmer's markets. So they could be in Santa Rosa farmer's market right. on Saturday, mine on Sunday. And a lot of them do CSA boxes. Given your cooking background and as a chef, is there anything you're going to do to bring more food makers to uh, the farmer's market. I've called on all my friends and have had guest chefs this whole summer. I've had John Ash come. I've had Daniel Caden that used to be at Backyard and he's now instructed at the CIA. I'm going to have a dumpling demo uh, in a couple weeks. So I'm trying to revitalize the market and, and also to make it more family oriented. So now I have pony rides and petting yeah. zoos. Yeah. In two weeks, I'm finally going to get a seafood booth. That has been a struggle, but we're finally going to get seafood here in Sebastopol. From where? From Santa Rosa Seafoods. Oh, music's another thing that. Oh, yeah. Part, I've, part of. I've weekly music. I've booked out for the whole year and we have good music. We've had Hawaiian music. We have Brazilian music. We try to make it a nice place for family to come. We have some really good food booths. We have a Peruvian empanada and we have Lata's booth that does Indian food and we have sushi, more international. So a little bit more flavor. Huh? Yes. <laughs> and the main difference with this market than some of it is we're year round. So in trying to keep that energy going year round is what I've been trying to do.
Can I ask you, is this a full-time job for you or is it one of many jobs for you? <laughs> <laughs> it's one of many jobs. Okay. So I'm still chefing. I do winemaker dinner. I mainly work for wineries. Yeah, very good. Again, the farmer's market is open from... 9 to one thirty exactly. Sunday, year-round, in the plaza. The things that I would like to point out, we really try to help people that are food insecure. I've been getting all this funding to supplement uh, people's income, and that has been a large part of my job. Food stamps and to expand their buying power at the market. Changing money for them. I have an information booth there, and if they find me and maybe we can help out is what I want to say. All right. Thank you very much. Okay. Thanks. Bye.